everyone, and welcome to the Man Nerd Podcast. I am the Man Nerd, you know, the world-renowned podcaster. Everyone knows me. This is our first Nerd to Nerd. Wondering what Nerd to Nerd is? Well, here we go. It's where we get to know one nerd every single time I talk to them. And you want to know what a nerd is? It doesn't have to be a geek that likes video games or is really tech savvy. They can be anyone. They come in many shapes, sizes, colors, and temperaments, and personalities. And you know what? They have their own passions, their own desires. Today, we are here with Jack Jack. He is the DM of Last Nerds on Earth. And I should know because I play for Last Nerds on Earth. He is also a super cool nerd, super good friend, and a map maker on Nerd Dad Maps. Hey, Jack. Hey, what's going on, man? You know, just living the dream, the nerd dream. <laughs> yes, we are. Yes, we are. This is very fun. Very fun. I'm very excited. Let's start with you. Tell us about you. We're going to start really early. What is your first, your earliest major nerd memory? Something you look back at and say, damn. I wasn't hurt. <laughs> My earliest one all the way back. I think it had to have been probably when I was like six, maybe younger, when I saw Star Wars for the first time, like the original movies. I, I remember I was at, I think my grandparents' house on my mom's side who aren't even alive anymore. And we were we were just sitting on the floor and I was watching this movie just sort of unfold. It was, I, I don't think it was A New Hope. I think it was, Return of the Jedi, and they were flying. I can very distinctly remember they were flying through Endor, just on the on the speeders, and they were fighting the the uh, Empire and all the stormtroopers and everything like that. And I thought, I you know, I didn't have any like real thoughts about it, but I was just so drawn into that that I mean, that I think really started to set the stage for for my interest and passion in like sci-fi, and that eventually led and bled over into fantasy. Absolutely, of course, that movie was one of the top. I'd probably say that was one, definitely my favorite for sure. What what did you feel during that? I know it blew you away, but for me, it just felt, you know, chaotic, but in a such an exciting way. Yeah, I mean, the movie itself was just, I mean, you had the, the chaos of like battle going on, like lasers flying through the, through the forest and little Ewoks jumping around and everything. And it was just exciting. It was just, you know, my heart was pounding. I was like, oh my gosh, oh, oh killer teddy bears. This is awesome. Oh, yeah. And, and of course, you get the badass Luke Skywalker. Yeah. He was pretty badass in uh, Empire Strikes Back. But mm -hmm. that one, he, he really, uh, I think he really peaked. Oh, yeah. This is where, you know, he gets he gets onto the Death Star. And he I mean, he like voluntarily goes, which is crazy. You know, he's like, no, I know my dad's good. I'm going to go, you know, help him get him out of here. And I think he feels betrayed for a second there when Darth is like, take him to the Death Star, take him to the Emperor. And he's like, oof, I might have made a mistake. I don't know. To be honest, I don't think he ever like really doubted that, you know, he was going to be able to get his dad uh, back to the side of good and light until maybe when he was getting electrocuted and he's sort of sitting there and he's like, oh, father. Ah! And he's like, maybe this isn't going to happen. But then, of course, as as we know, spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen the 40 to 50 year old movie, 
you know, Vader picks him <laughs> up and chunks him down a tube. Sorry for you if you have it. Yeah, if you have it. I mean, I don't know why you're listening to this podcast. Go watch Star Wars, the original. But yeah, you know, he picks him up, toss him down the tube. Big explosion. And um, I didn't watch the last, the latest uh, Star Wars movie. I think I, I saw the one after the, the first newest one. It's probably a good good plan not to <laughs> yeah. apparently palpatine comes back or something like that sorry spoilers again yeah but... it's best to just just ignore all of that <laughs> now we could we can move on to the good stuff this is just a side thing stay sticking with star wars for a minute yeah the mandalorian season two okay did you finish it no i haven't finished it all right so we can't then i cannot talk about I can't this ruin because it's such a big spoiler well i it's such a big okay. spoiler but it oh, spoilers oh. ahead for those of you who have not seen it and have not gotten any memes or anything like that from it. But I know Luke makes an appearance. Yeah. And yeah, he makes an appearance in a way that is his true potential. OK, and it's like, holy crap. He is he is as powerful as a dad, maybe even more, maybe even more. Hopefully we get to see more. Here's hoping. Yeah, because I mean, and I, I've, I've heard a couple of things like I only got it spoiled for me about him showing up, but. You know, you like read the books or, or, you know, do some, I guess, a little bit of research. You realize how powerful Luke Skywalker actually is, you know, and how strong he is in the force and everything like that. And the movies just don't do it justice, you know, for how like connected he is to it and how powerful he is. And so it, it can be a little frustrating watching this, you know, this kid, you know, go through and and it, he's like, oh, I'm super powerful. And you're like, OK, whatever. But then you actually figure out. Yeah. He's a fucking badass, dude. Sorry about cursing. Yes, I don't know is. if we can curse on this or not. You can do whatever the hell you want. Fuck yeah. All right. I'm going to curse way be- way worse than that. All right, good. It's got to be natural. Got to you know be natural, is. man. <laughs> All right, so 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 let's uh let's move into obviously you have a Star Wars obsession. I don't want to get too far into it, but yes. So what are a few of your top tier nerd obsessions? Okay, well, we know Star Wars. Um, I think Lord of the Rings is is pretty strong there. I've, I've done a, a little bit of reading. I'm not going to say I, I know everything, and I'm going to say this, and it's going to piss a lot of people off, but I haven't read the Silmarillion. Silmarillion? I, I can't pronounce it either, but I haven't read it. I have not either, Okay, but I haven't. Okay, well, there you yep. go. Well, you have no excuse then. <laughs> yep. <laughs> now, I actually have the hard copy. Oh, wow. There you go. But yeah, I, I I like Lord of the Rings. I've read the books. You know, I've I've obviously seen the movies, and I've done like like I, I browse on this website, and they um, every once in a while an article will pop up that somebody's written basically all this historical information about different things of Lord of the Rings, like the Rohirrim, Galadriel, and like her sort of like lifespan, and you know exactly. Uh, oh, and the whole um, there's like a cut in the movie, like a, a behind not a behind the scenes a. Um, what, what am I trying to say? A deleted scene where um, mm-hmm. uh, Legolas asks Gimli, he's like, so what did you ask from the Lady of the Woods or what did she give you? He's like, well, she didn't really give me anything, but I asked for just a single um, strand of her hair and she gave me three. And the significance of that is, is that there was this guy who was like trying to, you know, get with Gladriel and he asked her three times for a single strand of hair and she never gave it to him. She was like, nope, nope and nope. And then so when this spunky little dwarf comes up and he's like, you know, so blown away by this by this elf and he just he's like, I just want a single strand. She's like, here's all three that I refused that other dude. I thought that was pretty funny. You know, I did not know that. There you go. That's actually pretty cool. A little info. I, I really enjoyed that that whole relationship. I get all gooey inside <laughs> for sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> 
Um, and then I guess the the other thing that I'm I'm getting into now is, uh, and you might this might rain down on me a little bit, but I'm, I'm getting into maybe not playing so much, um, but Warhammer 40k has like this just massive amounts of lore. Like they have one book series that sort of like I guess would be considered the main vein of the universe of Warhammer 40k and it's like 53 or 54 books long and it's still going and so wow yeah I'm on like book five or something like that called Fulgrim and it is it's pretty intense like it's just and like I said I, I I don't intend to play the game just because one it's pretty expensive to start and then two actually finding people to play and then three like honestly and people might get mad at that but like actually playing it seems kind of boring to me you basically if, if you've never played or heard of warhammer 40k you have two armies and there's different rules and everything for each unit and then you roll a bunch of dice and that determines you know attacks versus defense and how much damage is done and each unit can suffer a certain amount of damage and each person has like abilities and there's different styles of play and everything like that and so it's not necessarily the complexity of it i think it's just more the pace of it doesn't really you yeah. know line up which is funny because D&D can be considered slow too. Yeah, and I could say that, you know, it sounds to me like I have not played Warhammer, don't really know much about mm -hmm. it, but it sounds like that could be somebody that's really into strategy. Yeah, like, for sure. Like strategic games like chess. Mm -hmm. This would be like so in-depth. You're like, you're, you are the commander. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you see things fold out. Yeah, like if you, if you like playing Stratego, yeah. Like yeah, I just, I'm more of a jump in and action kind of guy, but for sure. And I course, mean, you know, you know, we all have our own thing. Yeah. And D&D &D can be considered a little bit slow, but at least everybody's involved all the time. Unless, of course, the party splits up like you can jump in at any time and say, hey, I want to do this or da -da -da -da, I try this or something. Whereas, you yeah. know, Warhammer, this person has 10 units and they have to go through. Do I want to move attack or whatever? And blah, blah, blah. blah. So it's for my ADHD rattled brain. It's not for me. <laughs> not so much. Yeah, not so much. <laughs> All right. Well, I did not know about the Warhammer. I know you were doing the uh, the figurines, painting the figurines. Oh, I, mm, yeah, I tried to paint kind one. Of. And it turned, <laughs> like, I, I still want to keep painting Got them it. just like with the time to do stuff is, is not higher on my list. And I tried painting one and it just looks so bad. Like, like not even not even like I'm being hard on myself as an artist or something like that. It legitimately looks terrible. <laughs> and I haven't posted a picture. I think I sent it to one uh, painter uh, friend on Twitter, but and he was like, maybe you should watch these 17 instructional videos. <laughs> I was like, maybe I should. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so yeah, I, I'll try that. Here Maybe a you should bit. wait a few years and say your daughter did it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, look, <laughs> Elliot did it. She's so good. Only three years old and she's already doing this at a five-year-old level. Mm. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, uh, let's get into the meat and potatoes. Mm, potatoes. Last Nerds on Earth. Ah, yes. I know how it came about, but <laughs> I want you to tell our audience how this happened. All right. And what it is. Got you. So... All right, so Last Nerds on Earth, originally, this this goes back before we even considered to play D&D, a friend of mine and Andrews, me and him decided like, oh, we're going to do a podcast, but we're going to do it like an old school radio show podcast or whatever. Because, you know, there's like the Lone Ranger, there was um, all sorts of like different, ra there was even Doctor Who was a radio show for a little bit, and they would just have mm -hmm. people talking back and forth, sort of describing the scene, and it just left the, the listener up to an imagination of what everything really looked like, you know? 
And so we wanted to do like a post-apocalyptic thing where there was two guys, they were playing video games and all of a sudden their Wi-Fi goes out and then their power goes out. They're like, what's going on? Well, it was an apocalypse. There's a couple of aliens that had invented humans and then forgotten to do a report about it. So they just decided to destroy the planet so they wouldn't get in trouble with their boss. And okay, uh, that's pretty hilarious. I didn't know that part. Yeah, so that, that was <laughs> the, the like startup. That's the whole reason there is an apocalypse is because there were two aliens and their assignment was to cultivate a race on a different planet. And we do a whole bit in the beginning and they're like, oh, crap, that report's due Monday. And it's like, I can't do that. I've got to, you know, I've got Jerry's thing that I've got to go. I've got his wedding I got to go to this weekend. Like, ah, crap. OK, well, let's go check it out. I mean, how bad could the report be? They go there and it's not just monkeys or whatever anymore. It's it's whole cities or whatever. And they're like, this report's going to take forever unless there's no planet to report on. So they fire a giant laser beam, destroy the planet. You know, we follow these two nerds around and they're trying to, you know, find their friend. They're trying to, you know, make sure their families are okay. And we only did one episode. Like we got together, we wrote it out, we recorded one episode and we wanted to call it Last Nerds on Earth. And we looked it up and there was a comic book from like 2014 of like maybe two panels or, or two pages or something like that. And so we we're like, we're pretty safe with Last Nerds on Earth. That's pretty funny. Um, and actually, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't you come up with that name? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. You you threw around the names, but uh, I think I came up with the the words in that way. Gotcha. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> some about nerds being yeah. the last ones on Earth. And you're like, last nerds on Earth. So, so yeah, Andrew has a, yeah, has it a wasn't writer's hard. credit there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and so, you know, we did one episode and then we just didn't have the either the drive or the time to really get back together and do any more. And I actually sat down and I, I did a, a short edit of that episode. But anyway, so me, Andrew and Mike, uh, Mike was the friend of ours. Uh, we all worked together and we had been listening to these different podcasts on D&D. We listened to uh, mostly was Dungeons and Daddies. And then we also listened to um, the Adventure, Adventure Zone. Zone. Yeah. And, you know, I started in on Critical Role a little bit and we decided like, hey, let's play Dungeons and Dragons together. That'd be fun. And, you know, so we wanted to get together and do it. But then we decided we were like, why don't we do the whole podcast thing? You know, and this was before the before COVID, before everything like that. Uh, we were just three yeah, dudes. a little bit before. Yeah, yeah I mean, I mean, yeah. it was before when we decided to do it. I mean, there was reports mm -hmm. in China, but that's about it. Yeah. Yeah, there was the big push, though, when everybody had time yeah, off. <laughs> everybody's like, I've got a year off. Let me write up a podcast and do it. That was fun. So we got together and we we're like, well, we can play with just, you know, one dungeon master and two players, but that's hella boring. So I jumped on uh, Roll20 and I was like, hey, we need, you know, a few people to play Dungeons and Dragons. And I got probably about 50 responses. And the main thing I was looking for is how long have you been playing and What's your schedule like? Because there, whoever applied their schedule had to match up with ours. And yep. um, so that was a big deal. And I didn't want any players who had been playing it for like five or 10 years because they'd probably be bored with my style of dungeon mastering because it was very new. I was very new at dungeon mastering. And we ended up with uh, John and Chris who go by Cube and Rain uh, online, but they play Cube and Sky. Uh, Cube and Sky, that's right, Cube and Sky. Uh, Cube uh, plays Allegrax Dardendrian and um, Sky, you might've guessed, plays Rainstorm Star. And so those are our two, our two randoms. And you know, we got pretty lucky because we've been doing this for about a year now and We've had some minor scheduling issues. I would say minor. 
you know, gen- get just given the general working of most Dungeons and Dragons groups, which don't make it past two, three months, you know, I mean, with two totally, we're still going, we're still going. <laughs> and I mean, uh, like I said, it's been a year and we've been playing the five crystals campaign that I've, I'm writing, or I say I have written and am currently writing. And the last nerds on earth was just sort of our, our company brand, whatever you want to call it. We're not a, uh, LLC or anything like that, but, uh, now just the podcast, just the podcast but you know we we had a plan to maybe release other stuff in the future we didn't exactly know what but we definitely wanted to have like maybe maybe we do another campaign later down the line or something like that and so we wanted to have the brand name and then the campaign name be separate and the campaign name is very cheesy after re- after being in the world of D for like you know more than any year really solidly i realized the five crystals is hella cheesy <laughs> Yeah, but sometimes simplistic is the way to go. Absolutely. I mean, you, like I, I still enjoy it. It's our campaign, man. It's, it's, we do it's what we, we are. <laughs> do whatever we want. On that same topic, how many times have you changed the storyline due to the choices of the players? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> no spoilers for me since I still play the campaign. Oh, man. Um, let me see. I, okay. Quick question. Major changes or minor changes or just total? Major. major. We know there's okay. a lot of minor, but major. There have been. I know one of them. <laughs> I think there's been like eight or nine major changes to the campaign based on y'all's decision making skills. I didn't think there was that many. There's quite a few. <laughs> and I wish I had because what I do is I, I have a Google Doc that I write stuff out on and I'll go back and change it. I like delete stuff and change it. And I really wish I had like the original material that I had written all the way out. But yeah, I mean, part of it is, you know, I'll write out. I wrote out like the whole campaign from beginning to end in a very broad fashion. But then I wanted to incorporate y'all's backstories. So then, you know, people are, you guys are like, well, I want to go over here and do this. And I'm like, I did, there's nothing there. There's nothing there for them. (laughs) And then you go and do something and I just have to either create it up on the spot or just stop you guys, which I've only really had to, I don't think I've ever stopped you. I think you made it so we know like, okay, that's not going anywhere. But I think, I think we've created some things out of that before that were yeah. unexpected well yeah like when um i'm just gonna say when your character spoilers spoilers all i'm gonna say is when your character mm-hmm. was in water deep and made a decision to go away from the group during a yep. planning phase that's it yeah that entire thing i had nothing to do with oh that was all you i, I know <laughs> i know at that point you know it it was one of those they're not making me part of the plan moments I'm going to do my own I'm thing. I'm going to do my own thing. Yeah. Um, and it worked so well. You gave that to me, though. You definitely went with it. And I wasn't expecting it to go the way it did. It, it worked so Not good. Oh, my gosh. Because it if did. you hadn't done that, there was like a key like point of the story that would not have happened that was only created because you chose that path. So like, oh yeah. Like there was this amazing like sudden tension after after that reveal and there was like the, the sudden like tension in the story like you suddenly have something really really important to do. You have to go save the day. And that wouldn't have happened if like the just these random random choices that you guys do yeah and so i I, i'm not gonna take all the scones 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 was part of that (laughs) the the fucking scone bandits 
Okay, so we're we're gonna get off this because it's a lot of it's things lot that of people stuff. might not know about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're just gonna have to listen. So you have to go to lastnerdsearth.com and then uh, click on one of our links. Go to Spotify. Go to Google. Whatever you listen to your podcast on, and just check it out. Everything, y'all. It's everywhere. Couple more last nerds on Earth questions. Who's your favorite player character? Who's my favorite? Okay, okay, player kidding, favorite kidding, kidding, character. kidding. <laughs> your player character, one of us. Oh, okay, I was kidding okay. because that's unfair. Okay. Who's your favorite NPC? My favorite NPC. That's super tough. That's really tough. I'm going to say their names. It won't spoil anything. I really like Lady Bianca. Yep, she's good. I like having a, a strong female character in stories uh, because I'm not saying they're easy to write because you either have to either have to what either happens is they become over masculine and they lose all their femininity or they're way too feminine and they have like and they're like a damsel in distress type of situation right so it's really hard to write one and I think I'm just gonna toot my horn I think I do a pretty good job of making a strong female character and I, I love having her because she's she's pretty sassy and I like that she was really good. Uh, she still is good. Big part of the story. Yeah. And uh, yeah, big she is now. a ship captain, by the way. Mm -hmm. And also, I would say Rain's mother, when she popped up, mm -hmm. I think that that was a really, really good character. You get like, she's motherly. She's very strong. You get some backstory there oh, where it's yeah. like, you don't mess with her. Like, no. she saved the world. She's got like some, she's got like some, some definite skeletons in her closet. Like, you don't save the world without having a few omelets and eggs you know but yeah she's she's definitely got like a really strong presence especially in rain's life and so uh we might see her pop up one or two more times before the end of this story and then there's definitely some unfinished business for sure absolutely so uh that's going to be more towards the end of season two by the way which is a ways out a ways but out yeah you gotta stay tuned people oh, stay yeah. tuned um, and then I think a crowd favorite is Loki. Oh, of course. Yeah. He's one of my favorites. He's he's such a freaking goofball. And he's just he's like um, he's almost like the doctor from Doctor Who in certain ways. Just astounding. Way more childish and dog. -like. Way more childish and dog. -like, yeah. <laughs> Unlimited power. Living space. So, um, yeah. And he uses it not powerful no well who knows <laughs> you don't know what he's doing on whenever he's not in the story so yeah who knows <laughs> yeah he does kind of have a tardis thing going on doesn't yes, he yes he does yes he does his shack his shack yeah yep. so. okay so my next question is just going to move along yep. onto your map making mm. so you recently started doing this right yes this is um something that started out as a necessity for our campaign because up until maybe i don't know when but we were we were doing combat completely we were doing combat and everything completely theater of the mind and we're not like hardcore on our rules but like distances are kind of important so i decided like yeah i'm gonna go ahead and start making maps for us to use in our game and then I, I, f I fell in love with it. I really like making maps. It's like you get to create a whole new world like every single time. Um, and it's a lot of fun. And so um, it, I, I tried to, or I'm trying, I guess, <laughs> to turn it into sort of a money maker. A little bit of money would be nice. And so, yeah, I've got it. Oh, that's definitely a possibility. You're, I've seen your recent maps and they're getting really good. Well, yeah. I even uh, I even commissioned him for some uh, some of mine for a little one shot. So, Dude. which we'll probably listen to on here at some point. Yeah, that'd be fun on the Man Nerd Podcast. Yes, let me know. But yeah, those the the map that I made for you was so much fun to do. Like so many like intricate, tiny little details. 
that I, I had to figure out because malls or sorry, whoops, or maybe I shouldn't say anything about that. Ah, it's okay. Okay. It's okay. You you can say gotcha. it. it's it's general. That's that's like the main theme of it. So okay, no worries. Gotcha. So like the the world that or the area that he wanted me to create them was a was a mall and the problem is, is the map maker that i use everything's everything is stamps right so you stamps and then brushes and stuff like that and different like stuff like that so it was really hard to find like fantasy stamps and make them into modern things um i won't go into too much detail but i i definitely it was definitely a challenge to do a lot of the stuff um, you'll notice that there's, and this is just more for you, is like there's no clothing stores in there because I couldn't find anything that would make sense for clothes. Most malls have about 50% of their stores are clothing stores. I mean, they're big department stores, mostly clothing, but there's no yeah, clothing Yeah, some of these shops there. could be considered clothes. You know, magic, you can magically create, yeah. you know, clothes, have magic clothes. It's whatever you yep. want to do. Yeah. It is an imagination. Aww. Now, how, how does it feel making a map for your campaign compared to making a map for an idea like like the one I gave you. So it's what's the difference there? I think the main difference is when I'm making a map for my campaign, our campaign, um, I know exactly what I want. Right. And so I know like, OK, I want this here because this is important and that there because that needs to be there and they need to see this and stuff like that. So I know like the the needs of everything and then um, I can basically map out the rest and just have fun being creative with that. With yours, like I can't jump directly into your brain, right? So to get like the information from you um, and get the basics is good. And then that way I have like a skeleton to build off of. But when I'm trying to make like creative decisions, I get I, I sometimes get like a little nervous. I'm like, OK, I'm going to put all this work into it. And what if he's like, that's not at all what I wanted, you know? I've had a couple other commissions and, you know, after the delivery, they're like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, do they actually like it? Or are they just saying that? So they're just done with the situation, yeah. <laughs> you know, because we have been we've been on both ends of that where, you know, we're putting something out and we hope people like it and we people say they do. And then we know some people do. But also we've been on the other end where we get a commission. And then you're like, crap, I don't want to be in. Asset, yeah, right? I don't. But like, it's not really what I wanted. Yeah, darn it. Maybe the timeline's not not what we thought it was going to be. So we're like, we're expecting it maybe within a month or something like that. And it, you know, we don't get it for like two or three months or something. And we're like, what is going on? Yeah. Well, I got a plug in that I've had a couple recently mm -hmm. where they might listen to this, but I was very cool about time frame. So this is not about you guys. <laughs> You're good. Your work was stellar. Okay. Oh my gosh. I know who you're talking about, man. Oh my gosh. That was like for the arena. Great artist. Oh my God. That was amazing. For the arena. And of course for the man nerd. Oh yeah. Oh, I don't think you've sent me the final for that. So you need to. Uh, I did. I did send you the final. Oh, did you? Okay. That. I thought you said that uh, they were going to yeah. ask more stuff, but awesome. Awesome. So yeah, that looks nope. so good. Nope, that, was, that was the main one. It's so good. <laughs> okay. So we're starting to run out of time here. So let's, uh, let's, let's hear about where we can find your maps. Uh, where can they get them? Uh, can they get free ones? Can they give you all their money? Yes. How, how does yes, this work? Yes, they can. Um, so I think my main method of communication is probably Twitter. I've been a little bit light on it lately, um, but that's sort of where I go to post some of my more recent work and, um, you know, communicate with people who might need um, commissions or anything like that for the most part. Um, and that's just twitter.com slash, or I'm, I guess it's that little at symbol, the ampersand. Is it ampersand? Whatever. 
at symbol. Uh, it's at. Is it? Okay, good. <laughs> what the fuck is the Hampshire? Oh, it's that's the little shift eight. Gotcha. <laughs> anyway, anyway, at Nerd Dad Maps. <laughs> that's all. Nerd Dad Maps, and uh, you'll find me. I've got a goofy looking picture up there just for fun. I'm also on Patreon, of course, patreon.com slash nerddadmaps. And then I think I have an Instagram that I do not update at all. (laughs) I need to, I got. And just like me. I've got like 30 (laughs) followers or something like that. And I I keep getting like a follower about every week and a half, two weeks or something. Um, Just. You're like, what? I'm like, why are you following? (laughs) I haven't posted anything in three months, but that's a good spot. (laughs) Um, And then I also have a Fiverr, which let me I'm going to pull it up. Sorry, let me mute myself real quick. Well, I'm sure you have just to make it easy. You probably have your link on your Twitter, don't you? Yeah, I do. Yeah. So, yeah, check out my Twitter. And yeah, so you can get everything from. there. Yeah, my my uh, Fiverr has like my basically if you go through Fiverr, that's the that's the amount that you're going to pay. But you'll also get the quality of work that it is. Um, Now, if you wanted something, if you want something more extensive, than you know what what's being shown or what we've talked about then we'll have to go outside of fiverr otherwise everything's done automatically and um you know the pricing is also going to be what it is so uh like i mean so basic commission yeah basically yeah i mean like I'll, i'll do a quick world map for you and it'll be really good but if you want fantastic exceptional then we need to talk outside of fiverr oh yeah just like a real artist that's how it works that's how it works man (laughs) <laughs> all right well it was nice talking to you jack jack yeah, good and to uh before we go mm-hmm. do you like to be called jack 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 uh god because you're basically <laughs> the god of the five crystals jack is fine uh, i have jack jack as sort of a screen name on a few things that's fine too i'll answer to that i probably won't answer to god just because i'll be hella confused about who you're talking to but <laughs> yeah jack or jack jack's fine all right well uh one thing I'm gonna I'm gonna start doing on this very first episode, mm. on the outro, mm-hmm. while the music's going, we're gonna do a outro challenge. Oh, oh! Okay. I'm gonna challenge you to start with a outro, just you know, a, a one liner, and then I'm gonna throw one out too. A one liner. Hey, outro. you ready? Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah I, th- I think so. I think I'm gonna. All right. All right. Let's okay, do this. Let's go, man. Thank you for joining us on The Mad Nerd, where men are men and nerds are nerds. Damn, that's really good. (laughs) Sorry, man. Catch you on the floppy flip. That's a good one. I like that that one. That was mine. Yeah, it it was terrible. That was a Rick and Morty kind of. I'll have a pretty good one next time. Yeah, sure. All right, well, see you later, and we will... You know, we'll we'll talk to you again. We'll talk to you again about your map making and everything else. I can't wait, man. See ya.